0: What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. Thanks for staying with us here on Money FM 89.3 with me, Jason Dacey. Right now we have our regular segment, which is Career Crossroads with uh, Adrian Chu. And Adrian, great to see you on this um, Saturday morning in Singapore. Hey, good morning, Jason. Glad to be here. Now, you've got a really interesting topic this week, five things to do before a job interview for mid- and upper-level career executives. This is something that a lot of people out there are probably preparing for job interviews uh, next week or in the next uh, couple of weeks, and you've got five points. So before we get into those five points, any overall kind of comment you'd make. I think it's it's a bit different when it comes to senior level uh, executives
1: doing interviews because a lot of times senior, senior level executives are more familiar giving interviews rather than doing Exactly, them. yes. So it's a lot of different skill sets uh, and a lot of times from my experience, many years of experience, senior level interviews sometimes... Make uh, th- these guys actually are terrible at interviewing. Mm, yeah. yeah, so they do need to brush up a little bit, and uh, we're here to talk about that this morning.
0: Yeah. Well, first up, you've got uh, calm yourself down. Don't be nervous. Let me show you how. What do you mean by that? A lot of times, interviews go pear shape or go, go, go in the
1: wrong direction when you get too nervous. And it normally happens when you don't have enough interview experience and you're going in and you're not sure what to do and you hem and you haul, And then at the end of that session you present a face, uh, present an image that you're nervous and you're not confident.
0: Mm. And that
1: affects your positioning and, ex- and also your executive presence. So you have to be calm and one of the ways to stay calm is basically get all your homework done, prepare, prep a lot for it. And if you're still very really nervous about it, there was one way we recommend is for you to before the interview just go to somewhere quiet take a deep breath a couple of deep breaths put your hands on your waist and do a superman pose Mm. take a deep breath and, and that normally charges your adrenaline that normally charges all the positive hormones in your body and after that you walk in it's you feel a lot more positive
0: I get it. Yeah, I guess sometimes too with these mid-level and upper-level executives, they may not have done an you for many years because they've been in the same job for a long time. They've been laid off and now they're feeling desperate, you know. They really want that job, so who can blame them for feeling nervous? Yeah, that's right.
1: It's all on nothing. But
0: you know, at the same time, don't look at it as an interview
1: because a job interview is usually it's like uh, so why do you want to join my company? Mm-hmm, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at it more like a career conversation because yeah. for as much as, as as a senior level employee, as, as a senior level interview, we, as much as they're choosing you, you're also choosing them. Yes. So the balance of power is quite equal and it's in, sometimes it's even in your favor because if you do really well, you
0: can decline the offer. Right, right. I guess it's getting that rapport too with the person talking to you because uh, we always want that rapport with people we're working with, right? Yeah, that's true. So Everything goes a lot better once you are more relaxed and you're calmer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's point number one. Point number two: do your homework, research the company, products, role, and even the interviewer. That's a good one. Yeah. So let's say the interviewer likes Arsenal and you're a Chelsea (laughs) fan, and you start talking about Chelsea. That's not a good thing, right? Not a good thing at all. (laughs) I think uh, stay away from politics, religion, and sports. Yeah. (laughs) General rule of thumb. Exactly. Exactly. So when you say uh, you know do your homework, that can be many different levels, can't it?
1: Yeah, I I typically advise my candidates to research the company, what their plans are, what their challenges are ahead so that you appear like... And you know how to address these issues of theirs. It also... Shows that you've made the effort to do homework on them, and you're interested in the role. Uh, understand your products as well. And one of the things is, yeah, do do if you want to develop rapport, like what you said earlier, uh, do work on the a bit of homework on the interview the mm. interviewer mm-hmm. because you can just jump onto his LinkedIn page, see which companies he's worked with before. Uh, any of the things that you can actually you can get a lot of information off LinkedIn off the interviewer.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. But do you, is there a, a you know a chance that you can maybe become too much of a smarty pants where you can say I know everything about you, I know everything about your company, and then maybe it's not all accurate. That can maybe be a disadvantage.
1: Yeah, that's right. So you have to make sure that it's uh, right homework being done. I mean, Google has a lot of uh, accurate information, and of course, when you're doing homework on your st- on your on your interviewer, just don't come across like, a, like you're a stalker or something. <laughs>
0: so that's, I've got to ask you, you know, with uh, LinkedIn, and you know, we're both quite active on LinkedIn, and if anyone's listening out there, please connect with myself and, and Adrian Chu, career coach and author of Career Crossroads on LinkedIn because we always love to make new connections. But when we're talking about uh, looking at someone's page on LinkedIn and they can see that you looked at your at their page, and let's say it's ahead of a job interview, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a good thing. It
1: shows uh, that you're interested and that you've looked the person up. And I think it's also good that uh, he if he's on LinkedIn he sees he's able to see your
0: profile as well. Mm-hmm. So he
1: gets a glimpse at what you are or uh, what you've done as well just apart from your, what's on your resume.
0: Okay. All right. Another one we've got uh, point number 3 five things to do before a job interview for middle and senior level executives. Prepare your pitch understand the role and why you're perfectly suited for it yeah this falls
1: under the do your research bit as well Mm. but it's a bit more precise because you need to understand what the exact challenges of the role are and you want to be able to position yourself that you're the right person who can solve uh, the company's pain points or his most immediate challenges Mm. so if you look at the whole process the interview is literally the sales pitch where you have to make sure that uh, you have the attributes, you have the skills, you have the knowledge, who's, and you're able to solve uh, their most pressing problems. If you don't do your homework, if you don't know what exactly they're looking for or what the challenges are, and you don't know how to present your particular skills or networks or knowledge, then you're going to miss the mark entirely. You're not going to hit these hot buttons.
0: And I think so you're right you about think saying about it. preparing your pitch because uh, it's, you know, when we're experienced and we've done lots of different kind of jobs, we could angle ourselves in a particular way. Yeah, that's right. And I think you, you said, didn't you, about having a 30-second spiel that you can come up with if someone you meet someone in a networking event or you just bump into someone on the MRT and and it happens to be a job interview or, or job opportunity.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's why always prepare your elevator pitch, a 30-second or maybe even maybe even a 45-second mm. uh, spiel on, on who you are, what you do, what you can do. And how you can help them So obviously And you can have two or three Different versions of this Depending on your positioning as well So it's always good to be prepared Just a funny story to, re- to relate uh, Just three nights ago I was, uh, at a, I was at a function And I met one of uh, one, one, An interesting person And he, immediately Even though he, he wasn't Interviewing for a job the moment I met him, he could articulate to me what he was, what his skill sets were, and what he was doing. And after about thirty seconds of him telling that to me, I thought, "Hey, I actually have a client who's looking for that kind of skill set." So I hooked them up and uh, interviewing next week.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, so
1: just be prepared.
0: Wow, wow, that, that's interesting. Um, all right, now we're getting the no- next point, an important point, point number four: work out the logistics beforehand. Five things to do before the job interview with uh, Adrian Chu, career coach.
1: Logistics in this point uh, what I, what what I mean is sometimes the place you're going to to interview at could be somewhere that's really far up and you might encounter it might be a place that's very well known for traffic jams, there's a particular building in, in Changi Business Park especially where there's no car park space for visitors. <laughs> so if you don't know about that, you're going to end up parking three blocks away. And, you, if you, and if you don't factor in the logistics in terms of timing, you're going to turn up late and nervous and everything is going to go pear-shaped. But the other interesting thing as well about logistics is in terms of dressing up. You know, As senior executives, we normally go to interviews dressed up in you know, the jacket, the tie, and the suit, real power dressing stuff. But what if you're interviewing with a dot-com or a startup mm. or a place that's really casual, or fa- like, for instance, Facebook or, or one of those uh, fancy places? How then do you dress up? So you have to get the logistics right in terms of, of how you do it. So one of the ways I suggest is you can call ahead and ask them, what's the dress code? Or if you, or if you really want to be safe, then for us guys especially, it's easier because we can go in a jacket and a tie, But the moment you step in and you see everyone's in a (laughs) t-shirt, jeans, uh, you take off your jacket. Or maybe you loosen your tie, you just take off mm, your tie, you lose mm, it, you just carry it. So mm. you can really down, down, down uh, grade your, your Your appearance, dressing. yeah. yeah that's right.
0: I'm going to tell you a true story about, um, you know, talking about working out the logistics beforehand. I was going for a job a few years ago. It was a new area of Singapore. In fact, I can tell you where it was. It was Fusionopolis, which we all know is a new area. <laughs> and uh, I went there and, and the taxi driver had no idea where we were going. You know, no one knew anything oh, about boy. these areas because there's new buildings. This is a few years ago. Some of the streets didn't even exist. And, uh, cut a long story short, I had to get the, uh, assistant of the person I was meeting to meet me at the MRT at One North MRT. And I was quite late for the interview and I almost gave up because it was just such a, a nightmare. Everyone, I kept asking people. So this is a great example of what you said. I should, what I should have done. I, I, I mean, I ended up getting the job, which is a funny thing, <laughs> even though I was late, but it's a, it's a very, accurate point, isn't it? Because I was flustered. I mean, I'd forgotten what I was going to do. What I should have done is gone there maybe a day before and, and caught the MRT or got a taxi or drove myself and just worked out exactly where it was.
1: Yeah. In, in American gangster movies, they call it casing the joint, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you got, you got to do your, check out the place. And especially you're, you're perfectly uh, right when you're saying it's a new place because sometimes Google Maps, if a place is too new, you, you can't even count on it. Exactly. In, in the police you've got two buildings with the same name just mm. one is building one and yeah. building two and it's yeah. like meters 100 meters apart yeah. it's like confusing
0: and there are actually a lot of jobs people will be going for in the Fusionopolis area whether they're startups or you know big companies we've got you know Fox is there and we've got Disney there's a lot of big companies there so this is an area I'd say anyone listening you go into Fusionopolis it's extremely confusing if you've never been there before make sure you know where you're going
1: yeah and the other thing also if you're interviewing on a somewhere really remote like on Jurong Island or in Tuas
0: <laughs> yeah uh, you might want to Take note of the transport logistics as well. Yeah, exactly. It sounds obvious, doesn't it? But it's something that we may leave until the last minute and just underestimate just how difficult things are. Yeah, that's true. All right. So Adrian Chu's career coach, author of Career Crossroads. Now, positive points number five. Think positive. Bring that positive vibe to the interview.
1: Yeah, a lot of times… My candidates, uh, my clients, they feel very nervous when they go in. And, and the negativity shows through the, throughout the interview itself. Mm. So uh, go in with a very positive attitude, you know, like it's, like, uh, it's a learning curve. Uh, so even if I don't get it, even if I don't get this role at this company, am I any worse off today than I was last week? And the answer is probably no. So come in with a very positive mindset. Come in with a thinking that, you know, it's, it's not all or nothing. Come in with a mindset that, hey, In the worst-case scenario, even if I don't get this job, I would have made one very good networking connection with the hiring manager. And sometimes, even when you're rejected for a role, a particular role you're interviewing for, sometimes it's not because... You're terrible at it. Sometimes the fit just isn't there. But I've had many cases of my clients who have gone for interviews, uh, got rejected. But a week later, they get called up for another role within the company, which was better paying, more suited, and and a better fit.
0: Yeah, you're right. 100% right. Stay positive. Don't always look at things on face value. And I can share a story. Many years ago, I was at the BBC. uh, I was applying for a job at the BBC. It was assistant producer role on a program called Breakfast Time. It was a morning show. And uh, as you probably heard, the BBC does very thorough interviews. They have like the HR person there. <laughs> there's the head of department, and oh, one after the other, after the other. And and they, of course, it's very hard to get in there. And um, they call it a board interview. That's wow. what they call it. And I did one, and I thought I did okay, and I, I didn't get the job. But exactly what you said, they called me a week or two later and said, "Hey, we've got a contract work. You want to do it?" And turned out it suited me a lot better because I didn't want to. Tie myself down to a full time position. I was able to work elsewhere. Was better paid, and essentially it was the same kind of uh, role that the one I was rejected for. That's nice. In fact, uh, as what we were discussing earlier, a
1: lot of times it's uh, look at the interview process as a as an opportunity to assess the company you're joining as well. Because sometimes, Mm. you know, if if they're taking 16 rounds of interviews just to get you through the door, then you'll probably probably have to think, like, is this the type
0: of company I want to work for? They can't even make up their minds. Very true. Very true. In fact, we spoke off-air about this. If there's something wrong with the way things are going, if you're not feeling you're being respected, that you're being given the runaround, that people aren't being professional, there's a very good chance that they're going to do that in the work situation too, right?
1: That's very true. That's why, as a senior-level executive or a Business leader, when you're interviewing for a job, always remember that it's a two way street. As much as they're choosing you, you're also
0: selecting them. Right. Another thing, also, I think tr- trust your gut, trust your gut instinct yeah. on things. I I went for one job uh, many years ago, and I felt a really pain in my in my stomach. I don't know what it was like. A, it was almost like a you know a, a natural thing that I just felt these people that were interviewing me weren't good people, and it turned out that they weren't good people. I did work there for a while, but um, the instinct was correct. Yes. So, uh,
1: Malcolm Gladwell calls it your blink, right? Yeah, so one blink, you look at it, you know, oh, I don't think this is the right culture for me. I don't think I'm going to thrive here. So, well, uh,
0: next opportunity then. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. So let's just sum up uh, what Adrian Chu, career coach, has given us uh, for five things that uh, medium and upper level executives should do before a job interview. You calm yourself down. Do your homework prepare your pitch, work out the logistics beforehand, and think positive. Any final note as uh, we sign this off, Adrian? Any other nugget that you can share?
1: Well, I think we all get better with the more times we do something. So uh, interview process is the same thing as well. So go for more interviews. Uh, In fact, what I sometimes cheekily tell my clients uh, is uh, go for interviews even for jobs you don't want. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just to chalk up the experience, just mm. to uh, get a feel, feel for things so that when the job that really comes along uh, and you have to interview for that, you're prepared for it. Interesting story because uh, my first job straight out of uh, university was in Shell. And Shell has a very, very lengthy process. It's a full-day interview process. But uh, I really sailed through that quite easily. And the reason was because prior to that, I had gone for like a dozen other job interviews with positions I didn't really want. But uh, by the time the big one came, I was prepared.
0: Ah, very good advice. Uh, so, practice makes perfect when it comes to job interviews. Yeah,
1: that's right. Like everything else, right?
0: All right. Adrian Chu, many thanks uh, for joining us on Career Crossroads. We'll talk to you again next week. This is Money FM Weekend Mornings with me, Jason Dacey.